So I actually, since you guys have both recommended Kendrick a lot, uh, yep. I think mm-hmm. we have mentioned him on every podcast, if I'm mistaken, or is that about right? Probably. Definitely the first one. <laughs> Definitely albums versus playlist. I don't think he came up in the Isotopy episode. But anyways, it was my first time listening to him, and I think it took a song or two to kind of get into it. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I was... I don't know, I was sold, I guess. And there was just an hour and a half of it, and Spotify, and there was... I don't know which song it was, because I don't look at my phone while I'm driving. Right. Because that seems irresponsible. Yes. But it was just... There were so many layers to it, between what he was saying, background music, and... You know, I couldn't tell if he's doing all sampling, if he's writing his own music, if he has other musicians composers producers working with him that are like oh we should add the sound in. but it was just you know i've composed before and i guess looking at mozart or beethoven or you know even more recent composers it's i've never had a moment where i couldn't fathom or comprehend like oh this is how they got there you know yeah but i was just listening to it and it's like i have no idea how you would start somewhere and think like here's where I want to end up, you know? Mm-hmm. So that was just, I don't know, I thought that was a cool moment for myself, but... Yeah, that's, uh... To clarify, that's The Pimp a Butterfly. Yes. the album you listen to. Yeah, that's my favorite Kendrick album by a lot. Yeah. Uh, I think it's pretty fantastic. Um, most rap albums are a huge work of collaboration, and so he's got lots and lots of producers putting all those beats together. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for something so unified and cohesive, he definitely had a big hand in all of that. Or just had a very clear vision to cast for all of his producers. Mm-hmm. He does pride himself on writing all of his own lyrics, so that part, I think, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, ghost writing and rap music is very highly, is looked upon very unfavorably. And he actually has lines about that in some of the songs on Tip and Butterfly. Because mostly y'all sharing bars like he got the bottom bunk in a two-man cell, <laughs> which is pretty good. Um, so anyway, lyrics, I think, all him. And then production, a team, a posse that he took a heavy-handed leadership in. Yeah. That's how most rap albums are put together. Yeah. But, I mean, even, I think even from that, mm-hmm. it's still, you know, I, I don't necessarily know that if we had, like, put half of that sound together that you know if i hadn't contributed anything left i would be like you know what we need just a little horn section in the background you know like Mm -hmm. i wouldn't i just don't think i would make that decision so i thought that was interesting and yeah it's really wonderful it's very good and the stuff that it talks about really important some great themes and messages on there Mm -hmm. i like it a lot but yeah and then i don't know the like the last song I don't know. Mm-hmm. That was just that was a cool song. And I guess I'm a fan or a sucker for the like the music kind of drops out and it's just kind of more like beat poetry or something, you know. Yeah. It's more just like rap by itself and so mm-hmm. I like that. And it's kind of you like get hyper sensitive all of a sudden to like what? There's nothing else going on. I yeah. should really listen to this. Mm-hmm. For sure. So and that's where the album comes together, too. And it kind of... I mean, you hear the end of the poem that he's been reading line by line, each mm-hmm. song. Um, and then he reads a second poem, which the 
the album of the nope Mm -mm. the title of the album is contained in that poem were you gonna say the album of the title yeah exactly (laughs) but it comes together uh thematically at the end there as well i i I, we talked about this last week and i've said this as long as i've since whenever it was that i listened to this album i guess sometime last christmas um just that it's one of the most thematically cohesive and artistic statements i've ever heard Anyway, yeah, really good, good stuff for sure. Libby, how long have you listened to it? Like, when was, when did you get introduced to it? It was early this semester. I listened to Kendrick, uh, like really sporadically in the past, like here or there, because I wanted to get into his music because mm-hmm. people spoke so highly of him, and I was yeah. like, oh, I want to like it. Um, but really, it was me sitting down and just putting on To Pimp a Butterfly and just listening the whole way through that, like, finally got me into it. Because that's how I am generally with artists is if I listen to, like, one or two things, I might enjoy it, but I won't really, like, commit to following them and their music. Um, yeah. I kind of need something to hook my attention in general. And so that was what hooked my attention was listening to the whole thing uh, all the way through. And that was early this semester, I want to say, in, like, late August, early September. And then I listened to, I can't think of the name, the album before that. Good Kid, Mad City. Yeah, I listened to that one. Didn't like it quite as much. Um, I'm a sucker for, like, rap in general that, like, blends genres. So, like, Mm -hmm. the jazz side of To Pimp a Butterfly or, like, uh, one of my recommendations this week, I'll get into it, but, like, stuff that pulls from, like, uh, more soul or gospel, like... Anything that kind of blends genre, I'm, like, a sucker for that. And so I think To Pippa Butterfly's got to be my, like... Livy, you know, said that she just, you know, she had to just listen to the whole album, really, to start getting into it. And I would think, you know, if you haven't done it before, I would say either by yourself or with a group of friends, you know, have beverage of your choice, some food, and just put on a whole album, you know? Whether it's Kendrick, whether it's something else you haven't listened to, just put on something new that you haven't experienced before, and that's, I guess, in a way, today's symphonies. Have you ever put on an album listening party? No, but I would. You're want recommending to. something you haven't tried. <clears throat> I'm not I, saying there's anything wrong with that. I just no, no, no. It I mean, was a novel concept to me when you said it. Like, I don't have a lot of friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just I'm, I'm thinking I'm about with like two out of the three I'm that I ma- have in that is I agree. That's yeah. hey now. <laughs> and that was Luna say? making it into the podcast. Yeah, we'll see if I can cut that out or not. <laughs> um, no, I. It and, seem, I'm trying to imagine a room of ten people just sitting around and trying not to stare at each other while they listen to something. Everyone's staring off into space and not at each other. I definitely think that you could do what Seth is talking about without it being weird. More, But like, the way I interpreted what you said was less, like, sit silently and appreciate this album together and more, like, make a point to, like, put on entire al- albums while you hang out. Yeah. And, like, experience albums in their entirety more often. Hmm. Less, yeah. like actively listen and appreciate the art and more so just like make it a habit because i agree i find that i even if i don't like love the album and i'm not like this is my new favorite thing i'm always like really satisfied after i listen to an entire album all the way through because i'm like 
Okay, I have like the whole picture. I got it. I've experienced. Guys, we're showing that. a little bit of our bias from last week. I don't know if it came across. It's not biased <laughs> enough. It's connection between. <laughs> there's a motif, and we carried I'm it over. Trying, we tried to play it pretty even last week, and we're losing some of our evenness. Well, I'm someone who listens to playlists like 80 percent of the time, and that's what I'm saying. Like whenever I do listen to okay. an album in its entirety, it's like yeah. not something I usually do, and I feel very like but what proud of myself. What and, and don't get me wrong, I could see from your point of view where it'd be weird to just be like, But if you're just hey going to put it on and just like hang out while one album is playing, are you, is that going to appreciate it enough to warrant like say that, oh yes, we listened to the whole album all the way through and we really enjoyed it? Like, I don't think that's an appreciative listen. Oh, that's how I listen that's to music. That's not listening with depth. <laughs> I, I don't how listen would, to with depth. I guess, depth. how would you suggest that you add depth to it? You do it by yourself. <laughs> and you just don't do well, anything then you don't else. have to make awkward eye contact with people who are also, like, staring into space trying to visualize the music. You know what I mean? Yeah, but... Like, a movie party works because everyone's staring at this glowing box. And they don't... They can talk if they want, but they whisper because everyone's really just watching the movie. So what you're suggesting is that... Music videos. And it, no. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, wait for the next Beyonce it, digital album. Yeah, I was gonna say it wasn't yeah. Lemonade. I don't remember. Just all music videos. I know that even before Lemonade, right? I'm not mixing yeah, that. I'm pretty sure it's the album before Lemonade where she dropped it as no. a visual album. Kanye pretty did that sure. with I'm gonna look uh, it up. My beautiful dark twisted fantasy, which came out in 2010, nine, ten, ten. You say whatever you want. I'm not gonna correct you on here. Okay. Just in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> you know, log in as somebody else. <laughs> hey, get your Kanye facts. We can right. get the Russian hacker troll farm <laughs> to come boost our podcast. <laughs> the, Donald Trump's president, what else do they have to advertise? Our podcast. <laughs> just sent like a hundred of their like bootleg hacker server people to just come get us those likes. There you go. That got really topical. In a month's time, that will not be relevant. <laughs> but people will know. They'll know. I mean... No, in six weeks' time. Huh? <laughs> in four, four days? Yeah. I mean, think about how much news happens with... Today? Yeah. <laughs> okay, back to the conversation we well, were Well, now having. we have started a new topic. Can active musical listening be social? I think so. And I guess here's my thing... I think it's odd for some people, for most people, I guess, in today's society to hear, like, one movie. <laughs> <laughs> she just bit the air. I don't know what she did. More dog business. <laughs> I think it's odd for people in today's society to hear one movement of something and that's, like, that's it for them. So I guess why... Yes, listen to the whole album, but why not hit pause after a couple songs and be like, yes, I really like this, or like we were talking about on the podcast last week, why not listen to the first five and talk about what you think the expectations are for the rest of the album, based on because that's what we were talking about is kind of like one through five is establishing the sound and oh, you their mean message. Like taking time to predict the contour while you're listening to it? Yeah, just hit pause. Oh, man. I don't... Nah. 
I'm, I'm not saying I'm this is a, the only way to do it. I'm just yeah, saying yeah, I got you. there's solutions just, to the I'm problem. I'm more of a purist. I wouldn't pause an album in the middle to discuss it. Yeah. I'd let the whole thing wash over me before I can make it. Like, when you go to a movie theater, I mean, you do this when you watch movies at your house, but I don't think that's the ideal way to watch a movie because I'm also a mu- movie purist and the theater is where it's at. You don't go to a movie theater and, like, the projectionist pauses the movie halfway through and says, All right, discuss. <laughs> Five minutes. Who dies? Who lives? Who who makes it? Just so you know, that is how I watched Fifty First Dates. But that was only because, like, everybody had to go to the bathroom at a certain point. And so me and my family were watching, and it's, like, the last 15 minutes. And it was just, like, we paused it so that we could all venture to separate bathrooms in the house to go to the bathroom and come back. And when we got back, before we unpaused it, my dad was like, all right, what's going to happen? Oh, my and dad all, does that in, like... We all took stabs at it. TV shows every commercial break, but, like... No, my dad just tells us the answer of what's about to happen because all TV is predictable at this point. Yeah, he does it. My dad does that, too. I think that's a very dad thing. <laughs> Speaking of dad things, have you watched the progressive ad? No. Where it's... They're all like, well, I bought a house, and then I started turning into my dad. I, no. I have not why, seen uh, that. Why is the door open? We are uh, trying to air condition the whole neighborhood? <laughs> <laughs> All right, but I think or, I've said that to my roommate with less or, like dad sarcasm, though. Like, or where there's like, yeah, I don't know what happened. I just, all of a sudden I started saying defense wins championships. Well, defense does win championships. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, I, I don't know why, but that ad just, it tickles me. You know? <laughs> What was I saying? But, um... Oh, yeah, you don't... You can't pause a movie in the middle. It's like a whole experience. If you pause the movie in the middle, then the narrative arc is, like, broken up. They space and they plan the movie to hit certain points at certain times. And if you break the flow of that and the pacing of that, then you're not really getting what they intended. And I think the same can be said for albums. I... I think I... I can agree with that. I'm not going to, like, dispute that. Yeah, I mean... Um, it, I guess it's... We're allowed to have a different perspective. You just can't no, say I'm wrong. No, we're not. <laughs> this is our sats. Oh, man. <laughs> Everything ends with Adam Levy, Seth. That's how it goes. Just like the Erlany, there is only one correct answer. <laughs> uh, but, no, um... When I watched movies, because my family would watch movies all the time, like, after dinner. And mm-hmm. so sometimes, especially our school started at 7 o'clock in the morning, which mm-hmm. was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But that meant, like, waking up at 5.30, which meant really I needed to go to bed by, like, 9.30, 10 to be a functioning human being at right. 7 o'clock. Um, but it was just, I guess I got used to pausing movies in the middle, kind of. Which... I don't think you're wrong. I think on some level does take away from the experience. As you the know? editor of the podcast, I'll, I'll say that editing a movie is very important, and you don't want to disavow their good work. Yeah. But There's also some writers and directors in there that control the pace of a movie, but we'll ignore that and give, pat myself <laughs> on the back some more. It's all about the editing. 100% of the content. It's like wins editing. Oscars. <laughs> like that awkward silence that we had earlier that just kind of like... Yeah, you guys didn't even know that happened, did you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I specifically you, want that in there. Um, but I actually think this is a good topic for our listeners to discuss on our Facebook page. For sure. 
So if you haven't already, like us on Facebook and Twitter and tell your friends about us. We're going to leave a post for this episode for people to comment on with their opinions so they can start more musical conversations. If we talk about music, then we as listeners become more engaged and ultimately will enjoy the music more. Yep. And um, we always try to post links and playlists on the website. And so if you want to go real in-depth and do some more digging, um, then most of the stuff that we talk about, um, we find some way to reference it on the website. That way, if you want to... You know, we'll put like the full songs on there. That way, if you want to listen to the whole musical example, or maybe an article will be read, or something like that, there's always good stuff to follow up with on the website. But most of the conversation will happen on Facebook, so check both of those out. Yeah. So, what do you guys think is the best way to listen to an album? We look forward to your answers. <laughs>